Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey now. Hey now. And welcome back to the show where two childhood friends discuss their favourite childhood movies. I'm Emily Sandford. And I'm Barney Lee. And whether it's iconic lines, musical moments, or just questionable outfit choices, the films we'll be talking about on our show are unique in their own way. And this week, we'll be discussing Mean Girls. Warning, this episode contains nostalgia and big love for hot dogs. Am I right, Amber D'Alessio? Oh my god, that was one time. <laughs> I love a hot dog. Same. The ones from Ikea. Oh, oh. Uh, this kind of like Frankfurter one. It's like a 65p wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> Click and collect with a mound wardrobe, please. <laughs> Mean Girls. Wow. So an iconic film. It's one of those rare films from the 2000s that has stood the test of time. It's just like this cultural phenomenon that might possibly be the most gift movie I've ever seen. Anything online, you can react to it with a Mean Girls gif. It was directed by Mark Waters, who actually also directed Freaky Friday with Lindsay literally the year before this came out. Oh my god, he's obsessed with Lindsay Lohan. I know. Why are you so obsessed with me? Yeah. Look on that! The cast did a reunion recently, didn't they? They did last October 3rd, funnily enough. Oh, good date. <laughs> and it was literally everyone. Rachel McAdams couldn't make it when the rest of the actors got together, but she did a, a separate interview and they kind of like interspliced it in. Oh, I see. Um, with Katie Couric. It's, I think it's still on her Instagram, so check that out. Um, and it was great seeing everyone. Like, I mean, no one has aged, especially Amanda Seyfried. And Tina Fey, as well, looks exactly the same as she did nearly 20 years ago. Drop us your Olay secrets. It's probably that foot cream that Janice (gasps) gave Regina. I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In that reunion, Tina talks about how they adapted the film uh, into a musical on Broadway. And I was lucky enough to go out to New York with my housemate Rosie. And we knew that we had to see it. It was incredible. This musical was done so well. And I think it was in part because it was created by Tina Fey. She wrote the script of the musical. Her husband wrote the lyrics and the music. So it was like so good. And good news, it's coming to London. (gasps) Where? 
when? Well, uh, this was announced pre-pandemic, so everything's kind of been pushed back. But I think they're still very much going to plan to bring it in the next, like, hopefully oh. couple years. Oh, my God. Tina Fey, when you come to London, Barney and I will be, like, your tour guides. <laughs> we'll just, like, make sure that you are totally aware of all the London cliques. We've got the elitists. <laughs> We've got the Chelsea cows. We've got the... <laughs> the Cockney governors. <laughs> It's based on a book by Rosalind Wiseman, but it was more of a self-help book, wasn't it? It's kind of how you can help your daughter navigate high school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was, I think she was like a psychologist. So she did a lot of research at high schools and kind of put everything about high school cliques into this book that then Tina adapted into a story, basically. So Barney, do you want to give me the 411 on the film? (laughs) The film stars Lindsay Lohan as Katie Heron. We are big Lindsay fans on this podcast. After Mean Girls, Lindsay appeared in Herbie Fully Loaded. If you're a fan of the pod, you know how much I love Herbie Fully Loaded, having never watched it in my life. (laughs) Herbie's a cute name. She was recently a panelist on Australian's The Masked Singer. Why? Maybe the American one was busy. (laughs) I don't know. Cool. According to Lindsay, she actually really wanted to play Regina. After reading the script, she felt a connection to Katie and the rest is history. Interesting. I love that. Jonathan Bennett, what's he up to? Jonathan Bennett, he continued acting after Mean Girls. Apparently he was in Cheaper by the Dozen too. And he's actually best known nowadays for being a presenter. He hosts food shows like Cake Wars. He released a Mean Girls cookbook, which uh, is unauthorized, but like... All right, fine. Fine, I think, yeah. I love that. Like, if you've played an iconic person, (laughs) ride that way for the rest of your life. And also you may have seen him in Ariana Grande's music video, Thank You Next, where he reprises his role as Aaron Samuels. I'm obsessed. And those eyebrows only got thicker, honey. Oh, we love a big eyebrow. We love a big eyebrow. Apparently, um, Tina Fey liked Jonathan because he looked like Jimmy Fallon. Yes, I heard that. Like a young Jimmy Fallon. And obviously she came up with the Saturday Night Live cast. So that makes sense. Here's another fun fact. So Rachel McAdams, who plays Regina George, she was only eight years younger than Amy Poehler, who plays her mum in the film. (gasps) Oh my goodness, I was eight years old when I had my baby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that it happens in some ways. (laughs) I'm sure, I'm sure. Rachel had the biggest age gap between her actual age and her character's age. She was 26 at the time of playing Regina George. So Rachel obviously has enjoyed a huge film career after Mean Girls. She's known for her roles in The Notebook, Wedding Crashes, The Time Traveler's Wife, About Time... And most recently, Rachel starred in that Netflix film Eurovision alongside Will Ferrell. Oh, what do you rate it out of 10? Or is it just nil poor? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I actually actually enjoyed it. I went into it thinking, is this going to be really gimmicky? But it was actually pretty good. Okay. Amanda Seyfried, obviously her role in Mean Girls is iconic. I personally now, when I think of her though, I think of Mamma Mia. Oh my gosh. Mamma Mia, here we go again. I also really like her in the film Letters to Juliet, which is like not even my secret guilty pleasure. It is just a a pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Always a pleasure. She was also in films like Dear John, Les Mis. And last September, she had her second baby. Oh. Very, very cute. So Lacey Chabert, um, she plays Gretchen Wieners and she loves that Ikea hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the little 
synchronicity that I like is Lacey was in the Nickelodeon series, The Wild Thornberrys. She voices Eliza. Oh, iconic. Those Whoa. little pigtails and the glasses. Yeah, her brother Donnie, who's like... <laughs> and you're like... I think he said hello. Yeah, is he okay? Like, are you okay? Yeah. And that's what happens when you have blue M&Ms. Obviously, Katie's parents are zoologists. So I just like that kind of... Little connection. Little connection. I love that. Lacey also voiced Meg Griffin in the first season of Family Guy before Mila Kunis took over. Oh, really? And since then, she's basically the queen of Hallmark movies. She's appeared in like 10, I think. Okay. So um, whenever you watch a Hallmark Christmas movie, chances are you're going to see Lacey. And we're okay with that. (laughs) And before we move on, we obviously have to spotlight Amy Poehler, who plays Regina George's mom. Is she given a first name? No. I can't remember. We just call her Mrs. George. Mrs. George, yeah. Treat her with some respect. Amy Poehler, you've seen her in a million things. She plays Leslie Nope in Parks and Rec. She voices the lead character in Inside Out. She's just everywhere. Whenever her and Tina Fey get together, magic happens. So I love that. Even though we don't get to see them on screen together at the same time, it's perfect casting. They're amazing comedians. Absolutely. And maybe now's a good time to segue into best supporting character. Okay, everyone, stay there. I'm going to go and get us a hump day treat. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here you go. Is there alcohol in this? Oh, God, honey. What kind of mother do you think I am? (laughs) (laughs) If there isn't, then I'm not interested. (laughs) So, Mrs. George, I think let's start with her for best supporting character because everyone has experienced, you go to someone's house, you meet their mom, and they're so lovely and warm and welcoming, but also maybe toe the line of being a little bit too involved. (laughs) It's like, okay. I appreciate someone who is like mid-40s and is just like, do you know what? If I want to wear juicy couture and, you know, I want to be a cool mom, great. Yeah. (laughs) You know, that's model inspiration. I don't think I'd wear juicy couture but she wants to do it cool (laughs) i mean she looks great in it even with her um boob implants kind of poking out that poor nipple i know well you couldn't like sleep on your front that would be so painful ouchie oh yeah yeah um she's really supportive of regina you know whether it's taking pictures on her digital camera when it's halloween offering regina and shane oman snacks and a condom when they're making out that's impressive obviously we need to talk about the jingle bell rock scene where she's doing the choreography in the aisles at the same time as the girls i just love that regina george's mom was the original dance mom yes she created the archetype that chris jenner kind of slipped into and obviously chris jenner's in ariana's music video as well as regina's mom I just thought that was incredible. I'm obsessed. She takes Regina to prom. She's sex positive. She uh, is a gracious host. Like, she's just amazing. I don't know. What What do you think? Please stop talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, let's move on then. <laughs> oh, my gosh. If we spoke to our parents like that, we would get rounded. Yeah. And we're 28. Um, <laughs> rainbows and smiles, girl. I wish we could all just get along like we used to in middle school. I wish I could bake a cake filled with rainbows and smiles and we would all eat it and be happy. She doesn't even go here. You don't go to the school. No, I just have a lot of feelings. Okay, go home. (laughs) How did this girl get in? Honestly, (laughs) 
mean, don't get me wrong. A cake filled with rainbows and smiles sounds delicious. Can we get that at Hummingbird Bakery? (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you who makes me smile. The sales assistant. Yes, when Regina's (laughs) trying on the prom dress. Yes, Uh. and she won't fit into that dress because obviously she's put on weight. And the sales attendant's like, we only do one, three, and five here. You could try Sears. (laughs) Regina's like... (gasps) That's obviously just like a, an American department store that we don't have here. But, oh, cutting. Oh. <laughs> she was an ice queen. But good. Stand up to the bratty 16-year-old that's trying on dresses in your store. Like, you would. Like, you wouldn't care. A hundred percent. There's a couple of other quick characters that we need to mention. There's the female teacher um, who, she's the one that does the Spring Fling Queen announcements. And she runs into Mr. Duval's office and she's like, the girls have gone wild. (laughs) But my favorite part with her is when um, they are in the workshop and (laughs) Miss Norbury asks like, you know, who here has ever been called a slut? And the girls, you know, raise their hands. And then this teacher kind of like really like slyly holds up her hand as well. It's hilarious. (laughs) She, ugh. A dream a dream come true oh she's so cute i know as is that boy in uh, katie's class on the first day who apparently farts a lot you know katie sits behind him and then there's like a and then he kind of like peers over his shoulder with like a really guilty face it's so cute but also i would not want to be katie yeah i sort your ibs out oh <laughs> right i think we are both in agreement for the Best supporting character. Oh boy. So best supporting character has to be Kevin Napore. Oh, are you talking about Kevin Napore, math enthusiast and badass MC? Hell yeah. Kevin is amazing. He's like the king of the mathletes and he's an amazing rapper. Yeah. And a fashion icon in those yeah. mathlete varsity jackets. Oh, definitely. If badass is on your business card, it's official. (laughs) Yeah, it's printed. I think it was even embossed. I like that he flirts with Janice kind of throughout. You know, he's like, rather see you out there shaking that thang. (laughs) And she's like, did you just say thang? (laughs) I mean, Kevin gets what he wants and he absolutely killed it at the winter talent show. Oh my God, that'll go down in history. The bit that really kills me is the bit where he says he doesn't play like Shaggy because you'll know it was me. Because the next time you see her, she'll be like, oh, Kevin G. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Okay, so now we're going on to most iconic outfit. Now, this film has everything that was iconic in the 2000s. So we've got velour tracksuits, played miniskirts, tiny handbags. Were we living in the age of Von Dutch? I think we were. We were fully in it. You know, Paris Hilton, The Simple Life, like everything about this era was encapsulated in somebody's outfit. And... I really like the kind of journey that Katie goes through. Like she starts the film in kind of earth tones, browns, greens, because she's just come over from Africa. And throughout the film, you kind of start to see her being influenced. Like, yeah, maybe she's still wearing a hoodie, but it might be pink or it might be a little bit more form fitting. And she reaches the climax where she is a full on Regina clone uh, you know, even down to the necklace with the C on it that looks just like Regina's R necklace. Yeah, there were so many amazing outfits in this film. But I mean, this film has also some of the most ugliest effing skirts I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, anything Janice wore, questionable. She was the original scene kid, basically. Yes, Janice is really holding her life together by two hair clips, <laughs> isn't she? <laughs> Completely. Everything Gretchen wears was so amazing. She kind of flaunts her wealth, I think, the most in kind of like the designer clothes that she wears. She wears a lot of Burberry. I think 2004, Burberry was so popular with British socialites. It got me thinking maybe Gretchen is really looking to the UK for inspo because not only does she love the Burberry and that kind of fashion in general, it also bleeds into the slang she uses. Hello, Gretchen, it's like slang from England. Oh. So maybe there was some connection there. Yes. So yeah, I I just love that. And I actually thought her white gold hoops that she got for Hanukkah were really nice. I love a gold hoop. Like these ones I'm wearing. Oh, now. she's wearing hoops. From another stories. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Um obviously we can't not talk about the fact that on Wednesdays we wear pink. <laughs> And poor Katie on her first day hanging out with the plastics. She had no pink to wear at all. So she had to borrow Damien's Lacoste polo shirt. Oh my God. <laughs> Obviously it's oversized on Katie, but she could have pulled it and like made a little cute like crop top from it. Like done a little knot at the front. I don't know. Tucked it into her jeep. I don't know. But those pink outfits were amazing. I'm so upset that we only really got to see one Wednesday. Yeah. Just their fashion rules were kind of iconic. I mean, you can't wear a tank top two days in a row and you can only wear your hair in a ponytail once a week and you can only wear jeans and track pants. 
pants on Fridays. Right. Um, so basically in lockdown, we have been breaking those rules. <laughs> we would not be allowed to sit with the plastics during lockdown. No, we've been wearing leggings <laughs> and tank top seven days a week too. So how do the plastics not get in trouble for dress code violations like every day? You know, the skirts they were wearing were cute, but they did not pass the fingertip test. Oh no. And also I love a heel, but if I go on a night out, I'm surviving in them for about five hours max. Yeah. Um, And then I'm like, ah. You know, I wish I wore flats. Yeah. So how are they doing that every day, Monday to Friday? Well, I mean, they don't have any like heavy rucksacks to kind of like pull along with oh, them. So maybe true. that helps. That's true. I think we need to give a shout out to Regina's cut top with the purple bra poking out from underneath. Yes. She just she just looks down and she's like, hmm, all right. Yeah. Like, walks out, like she doesn't question it. She doesn't get mad. And obviously it worked because like the next week, everyone is doing it. (laughs) The same thing. It's just like, oh my gosh, trendsetter. Did you ever get tempted in 2004 to do that? Were you wearing a bra in 2000? Is this a bit personal? (laughs) Little buds coming through? I would have been 11. 11. I would have been 11. Oh, buds were coming through. Yeah, I definitely had like a thin bra. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't need support. That is hilarious. I want to give a shout out to Damien's incognito outfit because that is so hilarious and iconic. How is that incognito? It's a massive guy wearing a bright blue hoodie and sunglasses indoors. Like, if you want to blend in, don't wear that. (laughs) Borrow Regina's wig. Um, (laughs) No, like... Oh, I don't know. If you're ever lost for a fancy dress outfit, that is pretty good, isn't that it? That is an easy Hoodie, one. glasses, boom. You're yeah. Done. Sorted. In the Mean Girls musical, during that scene, Janice sings a song called I'd Rather Be Me. During the song, Janice, you know, jumps off and does a crowd surfing moment with the other characters on stage. And there's a couple of male actors from the show that are actually dressed up as women to be able to support um janice properly (laughs) if you don't see it then you would never notice but like i just managed to like catch a glimpse i was like oh my god that is a mat that is a full-on man wearing a wig and like a skirt it was so funny so um maybe damien should have taken a leaf out of their book yeah taken a page out of that what's the phrase leaf out out of of their book why is a leaf in a book (laughs) Get it out. <laughs> it's going to get all crumbly. <laughs> a pressed leaf. Oh my goodness. Speaking of like dressing up, the girls in their Jingle Bell Rock outfits is very iconic. Their little Santa outfits. The costume designer, Mary Jane Fort, made the outfits plastic. So that you'll see, notice that the skirts are obviously made of plastic and that's to symbolize obviously the, the plastic which i think is really iconic yeah. obviously ariana grande took this entire scene in thank you next music video yeah no those were great outfits i love that they still looked like regina and everyone had made them themselves they didn't look shop bought and immaculate mm. i thought those were great and carrying on with the costume theme let's maybe move on to the infamous halloween <gasps> house party scene yes yeah, so this is Aaron's friend Chris who's having a Halloween party that's right and it looks like that typical house party that you see in like all these American teen movies yeah every Brit wants to go to one of those American house parties definitely and drink out of red cups but I don't know about you I've never been to a house party where people put that much effort into their 
costumes. It's always like, oh, a wig from Smithies. Oh. <laughs> a wig from Smithies. You know the ones. The ones that like look amazing. The packaging is like, oh, that wig looks amazing. You put it on, it's like, oh, this is, this looks like a. Oh my God, a Smithies neon wig. <laughs> yeah. Ew. Awful. Awful. <laughs> so we have some great outfits from the girls apart from katie the other plastics all had animal themed costumes yeah they never really put together they did the halloween thing where you just go as a basic bitch and i've said this in season one actually when it's halloween you just do that because one it's easier yeah and two it looks cute and i'm not being funny but if you're going to a house party like i don't want to rock up looking like a corpse <laughs> an ex-wife oh yeah <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, there's only two types of people in the world. People who turn up to house parties dressed as sexy cats or people like me who turn up dressed like Jonathan Van Ness. That was an amazing costume. Give give yourself some credit. Please go and follow Barney (laughs) on Instagram. You can find it via our Hey Now, Hey Now Instagram page. Nice little plug. Thank you. I'll pay you for that later. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we have Katie's horrible ex-wife Halloween costume. She just found that evening. They just had that lying around do you think was that supposed to be like her mum's wedding dress maybe it had like blood like was she okay with katie having like blood down maybe it it was like lion blood oh yeah true gretchen looks incredible in her catwoman latex like yeah bodysuit yeah classic regina in her playboy bunny outfit and her oh my god that scene where (laughs) regina's mom's taking the picture and the dad is just looking horrified he's just like you are 15 it's oh i don't know he looks like the hugh hefner generation oh yeah definitely (laughs) and it's funny because at that time playboy was so popular like do you remember like 2003 2004 playboy iconography yes definitely was around in pop culture we we had l in legally blonde dressed like a playboy bunny and also bridget in um bridget jones's diary dressed as one as well so it was definitely a popular choice back then um, we have to award most iconic outfit to Karen's mouse outfit. I'm a mouse. Duh. Okay. okay. Can you call it an outfit? It's a black baby doll nighty with mouse ears. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> whatever. Bless Karen. But that is the most iconic one. She looked amazing. It gave us that incredible line. And I'm sure her first cousin, Seth Musikowski, loved it. <laughs> Okay, so let's move on to best musical moment. This soundtrack is so 2004. Like we have Pink, God is a DJ, when they're getting ready for prom. They play Overdrive by Katie Rose when Regina's like, hey, turn on 98.8. In that scene, Regina's like, Katie, do you know who this is? And Katie's like, uh, the Spice Girls. (laughs) I thought it was so cute. Oh my god, I love her. She's like a Martian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we also get Khalees milkshake <gasps> when um, Regina's younger sister Kylie's like dancing to it in the living room. Yeah, I don't care what year it is. Like Khalees milkshake is like the most iconic song of all time. Yeah, it's it's incredible. That was a really funny TikTok I saw the other week with this woman who was like looking into her garden and she's like, "Why are there so many boys in my yard?" My milkshakes. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You've got to watch out. Yeah. 
Um, just while we're talking about that milkshake scene, Regina's sister Kylie reminds me so much of Kylie Jenner in the first kind of couple seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. There's a scene where Kylie and Kendall are like swinging from a stripper pole that is in Kris Jenner's bedroom. They're like literally like nine years old, 10 years old. And I was like, oh my God, Kylie and Mean Girls is Kylie Jenner. Oh my gosh. So Mrs. George and Kris Jenner are more similar than we think. Yes. Miss George is definitely a mummager. Yes. I see that. Definitely. In the prom scene towards the end of the film katie gets really excited when she actually recognizes one of the songs playing now that song is called built this way which was performed and co-written by a london dj called samantha ronson (gasps) sister of mark ronson and about four years after mean girls was released Lindsay and Samantha Ronson were together. Yes, that's true. What a weird kind of like nice fact. I wonder if that's what got them together in the first place. Quite possibly. Oh my God, I actually love your song. Yeah, that one song from that film I did four years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, she manifested Samantha Ronson. Okay, so a musical moment I really want to give a shout out to is Damien's rendition of Christina Aguilera so he's like on the stage at the Winter Talent Show and he's doing a stellar performance like he sounds beautiful yeah get it oh in the shots where you don't see the audience the only person in the auditorium was his mom so he got to perform beautiful to his mom that's amazing i hope she didn't throw the shoe at him a football shoe gets like thrown at him he's like oh but his sassy performer attitude is no pick up the shoe and pelt it back at jason in the audience yeah and also when he comes on stage and he says don't look at me to miss norbury she actually like looks away Which is amazing. And no one could have played Damien better than Daniel Franzese. Apparently, they searched four cities to find Daniel. I'm so glad they did. Yeah. Well done casting. Well done casting. That Winter Talent Show also gave us the musical stylings of Kevin G and the Power of Three. Kevin G and the Power of Three. When is the EP dropping? That's what I want to know. Where's their Grammy? (laughs) But I think we need to award Best Musical Moment to the finale of the Winter Talent Show. It is, of course, Jingle Bell Rock by Brenda Lee. Yes. I had never heard that song before Mean Girls. Really? I love that each song was performed by a CD player and that tiny little CD player had to feel the sound of that entire auditorium. I mean, it was 2004. It wasn't like 1804. Why couldn't they have just like plugged it into the speakers in the auditorium? Yeah, it's just funny that our generation has really experienced the change in like technical... Oh my God. Devices. Completely. It's just insane. Completely. But the song is great. The choreography, stellar, including the kicking of the CD player into Jason's face. Yes. I hope that that was a prop and that wasn't an actual <laughs> CD player that went into the actor's face because he needs to earn double what he was paid <laughs> in that case. I mean, it's a great song. No Chris Rea, but it's a great christmas song um, it's sweet that everyone joins in they had a swell time okay i've got one question and i don't want to sound like karen here but what is a bushel of fun 
Honestly, these lyrics make no sense. Like these old school lyrics. I don't get it at all. Snowing and glowing. Is that even the lyrics? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I bust yourself fun. And then, oh, and then you get the... Now the jingle. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's slap into the next category. Ow! (laughs) Okay, so now we're going on to best quotes. Are we just going to run through the entire script then? Yeah, Tina Fey, she's <laughs> given us some absolute gold. This could be a 50-minute podcast. We could sit here and talk about the basic quotes that everyone talks about. You know, so fetch, it's October 3rd. You go, Glen Coco. All of those, which, I mean, not to knock them, they are hilarious. But we've all heard them before. So I think what I would love to do is spotlight the kind of lesser-known quotes that are equally as iconic. Should I start? Please. One of my favorite quotes in the film is kind of right at the beginning really it's when Katie joins her class for the first time mm-hmm. and Mr. Deval is like her name is Katie Katie Heron and she's like it's Katie and then he says oh I have a nephew named Anthony and I know how annoyed he gets when I say Anthony almost as mad as I get when I think of the fact my sister called him Anthony <laughs> the teachers say a lot of hilarious things in this film I like the gym teacher coach Carr, who's like don't have sex because you will get pregnant and die. <laughs> and he's like, all right, chlamydia, K, L, A. On the subject of teachers, I think Miss Norbury has some amazing ones. My personal favorite was when she bumps into Janice, Damien and Katie at the mall. And Miss Norbury's like, you know, sometimes older people make jokes too. And Damien's like, my Nana takes her wig off when she's drunk. And Miss Norbury replies, your Nana and I have that in common. <laughs> Amazing. I like the fact that Mrs. Norbury is actually named after Tina Fey's actual German teacher. Really? Yeah, apparently. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. A little fun fact. Have a fun fact. (laughs) There is actually a really funny quote, which I like when they are like doing their confessions. And there's a girl who stands up and she goes, Alyssa, I'm sorry I called you a gap tooth bitch. It's not your fault. You're so gap toothed. (laughs) (laughs) I want to meet this Alyssa. Yeah. That's amazing. If she lived in the UK, she would be the face of Rimmel London. Yes. I also like the scene where Katie sits with the plastics for the first time and Regina and Gretchen are like, shut up, shut up. And Katie's like, I didn't say anything. (laughs) (laughs) On that first day as well, when Katie's talking to Janice, Janice is like, how do you spell your name, Caddy? It's Katie, C-A-D-Y. Yeah, I'm going to call you Caddy. Oh, uh, all right. So soon after Katie's first lunch with the plastics, she's kind of spilling the beans to Janice and Damien in the girls' bathroom. And um, Katie's like, Regina seems sweet. And Janice is like, Regina George is not sweet. She's a scum-sucking road horse. She ruined my life. And Damien's like, she's fabulous, but evil. And then this girl who looks (laughs) maybe 50 years old, she's like, hey, get out of here. Oh my God, Danny DeVito, I love your work. She does look like Danny DeVito. And I don't know if that's an insult to her or to Danny DeVito more. I I just don't know. But that (laughs) was, oh, it was incredible. 
Now, there's obviously this joke throughout the film where everyone's like, stop trying to make fetch happen. And I know we weren't really going to discuss fetch, but there's this other word which they keep saying in the film, which is gruel. And it's when Katie accidentally says cool and great together. And she says gruel. And then Aaron brings it up at the end. And it's like, stop trying to make gruel happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. There's also this other bit where Katie has another slip up. Regina calls her on the phone and she's like I know your secret and Katie is completely thrown off and she's like secret what are you saying about and it just like I don't know I don't know why but when I watch that scene it cringes me because she means talking not saying yeah. and it's just, I don't know it's just this weird slip up but um that has stayed with me for like 17 years I've never noticed that and now I'm never gonna unnotice yeah that. Welcome to the Hey Now, Hey Now podcast. <laughs> Exclusives only. Um, Karen obviously has some absolute classics. I really think the quote is so funny when she's like, I have a fifth sense. <laughs> it's like I have ESPN or something. Yes. <laughs> a fifth sense. Fifth sense. My boobs can tell when it's raining. Uh, okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And also, obviously, I can't go out. I'm sick. <laughs> Boo, you whore. Oh, burn. But I do think that we have decided on the most iconic quote that sits outside of, you know, the ones that everyone knows. <laughs> and it's worthy of this title. Definitely. You know we love Mr. Duval. Of course. Legend. Carpal Tunnel legend. He is running the workshop in the gymnasium with all the girls. And... He is basically like laying down the law. He's he's like shouting at them. I think he's still holding the baseball bat at that part, which is mildly threatening, but yeah. let's overlook that. I don't care how long it takes. I will keep you here all night. Another teacher's like, we can't keep them here past four. I will keep you here until four. <laughs> so shall we move on to can we discuss? I feel like I could talk about quotes until four. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so here we go. Can we discuss? I read this really weird conspiracy theory online um, that's to do with Janice, Regina, and the whole lesbian rumor. Mm -hmm. So if you remember the scene, Regina's telling Katie about how Janice used to be obsessed with Regina and quite possessive. And then Regina had an all-girls pool party. (laughs) And Regina's like, I can't invite you because I think you're a lesbian. Yeah. Flash forward to the end of the film. Kevin asks Janice if she's Puerto Rican. And Janice replies, no, I'm Lebanese. Yes. Did a young Regina confuse Lebanese with being a lesbian. Yeah, well, that's apparently the joke. They're Lebanese. Or like, I think, I don't know where the joke is from. Yeah. But she's heard Lebanese and then... Assumed the it meant lesbian or just heard it wrong. That is crazy. <laughs> that is something that has passed me by on so many rewatchings of Mean Girls. So that was really, really interesting to dig into. And like a nice kind of like secret in-joke that I think the hardcore fans oh my picked God. up on. Hilarious. Do you know what restaurant is so nice? Comptoir Lebanese. <gasps> yes! What a great restaurant. I miss restaurants being open. Oh my gosh. Well, oh. I think hopefully by the time this episode comes out, restaurants will be open i mean it's supposed to be like outdoor dining only but i'll take it yeah honestly honey put it through my letterbox i'll eat it off the mat lamb tagine and 
hummus and flatbread. Oh my God, uh, sign me up. <laughs> Speaking of food, we should maybe talk about the kind of weird diet culture depicted in the movie. Yeah, so Regina George is always on some sort of like crazy diet. At one point she's on a, a diet called the South Beach Fat Flush. So all you drink is cranberry juice. Except she isn't drinking cranberry juice. It's cranberry juice cocktail, which is like all sugar. Yeah, so that doesn't work. <laughs> and then later, Karen asks if she wants to go to Taco Bell. And Regina's like, I can't. I'm on an all-carb diet. An all-carb diet? What? What? How does that, how does an all-carb diet, how is that a good thing? How is that healthy? We see on her like lunch tray, she's got like muffins and sandwiches. And is butter a carb? <laughs> I don't get that. No. And this is like by no means trying to be offensive to anyone who relies on things like Weight Watchers or Slimming World. Yeah. But I don't understand. This is something I wanted to quickly discuss. I don't understand the concept of like eat as much like potatoes and pasta as you want. Like counting calories as well. I just don't understand. All you've got to think of is if this goes in my stomach, is it going to break down into glucose? That's all you need to know about. If it's like a white refined carb, it's going to turn into glucose aka sugar which turns into fat delicious glucose oh sweet sweet glucose (laughs) i love glucose but i'm just you know it's like one of those things whole food diet fruit and vegetables it's the only way good fats and protein i hear you yeah but i'm also hearing pepperoni pizza oh (laughs) (laughs) there's a a balance yeah it's all about balance And you're hearing that from the Libra in the room. <laughs> we are all about that. Um, here's something I want to discuss. At the end, um, Katie's voiceover talks about how the plastic is kind of disbanded and the next year they're all kind of doing their own thing. Gretchen is sitting on the cool Asians table speaking fluent Vietnamese. That just came so far out of left field for me. Like, is she Vietnamese? Where did she learn it from? Did she learn it growing up? Did she learn it to join the clique? I need to know. Insane dedication. 100%. That table did look pretty cool, so I don't blame her. Yeah, I'd I'd like to be in that group. (laughs) Yeah. Where would we be? This is interesting. Can we discuss where we would sit? Okay, so should I just quickly go through the list Janice makes at the beginning? Yes. All right, so we have the freshmen, Mm -hmm. Roxy Guys, Preps, JV Jocks, Asian Nerds, Cool Asians, Varsity Jocks, Unfriendly Black Hotties, Girls Who Eat Their Feelings, Girls Who Don't Eat Anything, Desperate Wannabes, Burnout, Sexually Active Band Geeks, Greatest People You'll Ever Meet, and The Worst, Beware of the Plastics. Oh, um, you know, when I got the DVD of Mean Girls, I specifically remember pausing the TV screen and recreating the map that Janice made. Literally everything about like the bubble writing, the drawing of the football field, and of course, all the tables and the labels. So that run through where Janice reels off all the different clicks has been ingrained in my memory for like 17 years. Yeah. It's amazing. I love it. They should sell that map. Like, I feel like people would buy that. Yeah, definitely. I could see myself either as a girl who eats my feelings or a desperate wannabe. Yeah. (laughs) How about you? I'd probably be in the preps. Nice. In 2004, I was in Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh my God. You know, back comb your hair a little bit. Yeah. At that time in my life, my type was any guy who smells of Abercrombie and Fitch. (gasps) Fierce. Oh my God. Yes. 
a little bit sad that you didn't get picked to work at Hollister, but it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. It's okay. I feel like some of us have never been picked to work at Hollister and it shows. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now we're going on to trivia. Woo! Now this is going to be really interesting because I feel like I could quote this movie back to front, upside down, and maybe even inside out. So if I get any wrong, I'm going to be very disappointed in myself. Okay, don't worry, I'll, I'll grade you after. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Thanks Miss Norbury. No problem. You want some drugs? <laughs> okay, um, my first question to you is actually about Mrs. Norbury. Right. In the opening scene, Mrs. Norbury gets what spilt on her? Hot coffee and donuts. Yes! Yes! So fetch. I hope she saved all those donuts. Oh. I'd be very upset. Yeah. Okay, here's another question from the beginning of the film. What year did the back building burn down, according to Janice? Oh my goodness. So they're sitting down on the field and Katie's like, uh, where's the back building? And Janice replies, it burned down in... 1995. I've got no idea. 87. Oh. oh. That is so not right. Okay. Over to me. Why is Gretchen rich? Because her father is the inventor of toaster strudel. Yes. So fetch. And did you know that um, toaster strudel released... A Mean Girls collaboration set where the toaster strudel icing was pink. Really? And there was a picture of Gretchen on the front and they released it on October 3rd. I mean, we don't get toaster strudel here, right? No. But we need to. I just, just feel like if your product is mentioned in a film, you've just got to kind of be fast on the marketing. It's like with The Parent Trap when they never got Meredith to do an Evian advert. Yes. A waste. A waste. A waste. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's one for you. What does Katie say Regina would look like if she shaved her head? She would look like a man. A Danish man? <laughs> oh, an English man? I'll give you that. British man. <laughs> so fetch. What's, it? What's she trying to say? <laughs> okay, when Katie is speaking to Janice and Damien in the bathrooms and she's like, what do I even talk about with Regina? What are the things that they suggest she talks about? Hair products? Ashton Kutcher. Yes. So fetch. And she's like, is that a band? No. no. And it's funny because apparently Ashton Kutcher was up for the role of Aaron Samuels. Really? So they obviously would have had to change that. I actually would have preferred that because I'm telling you, in 2004, my favourite male crush was Ashton Kutcher. Oh. Yeah. Aww. Would have been an interesting choice for sure i could see it what did aaron present to katie when she won spring fling queen pancake house vouchers yes yay so fetch he's like i'd like to present to you two gift certificates to the walker brother pancake house and then janice runs back she's like oh peace sucker and takes one <laughs> amazing 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 okay so my question to you what does regina call katie in the burn book this girl is the nastiest skank I have ever met. Do not trust her. She is a fugly slut. Yes. Woohoo! <laughs> so fetch. One point for fugly slut, an extra point for yes. memorizing the entire burn book. <laughs> Can you tell me about Trang Pack and Coach Carr? <laughs> Dawn Schweitzer is a fat 
virgin. <laughs> when watching that scene for the first time, you know, she's writing the message and then she sticks in the photo of herself. When I first watched that, I thought, Regina, you stuck the wrong picture in. Like, it's Katie. And then, obviously, the scene cuts to her being like, oh, I found this. And I was like, oh, actually, that's really clever. I saw her cut it up and I was ready for her to put the picture off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's what you expect. But that classic Tina keeps us on our toes. Yeah. All right, here's one for you. What time is Damien's curfew? One? Yes, that's right. So fetch. Janice. My curfew is 1am, it's now 1.10. All right, my last question to you. So part of Katie's plan to sabotage Regina George is to make her gain weight. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me the name of the Swedish nutrition bars that she gives Regina? Calteen bars. Yes. Yes. So fetch. I've never tried a calteen bar. I don't really think I want to, but Regina was enjoying them. They're good for her. Yeah. I wonder if we could get those at Ikea. Oh my gosh, please. Okay, number one on the list, hot dog. If out of stock, Calteen Bar. Yeah. Perfect. We can always settle on dime. That is our favorite. (gasps) If you love the podcast, send us dime. (laughs) (laughs) Just set up a PO box. (laughs) Okay, my last question to you. Um, and I might have saved the hardest till last because that's the kind of person I am. All and right. And I you know, like I'm really winning these questions. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're doing amazing, sweetie. What three things does Janice write on the blackboard as her plan to get revenge on Regina? Okay. Aaron Samuels. Yes. Is one. Yeah. <laughs> Hot body. <laughs> and army of skanks. <gasps> So fetch. I can't believe you got that. Yay. That is incredible. Give me a good grade, Miss Norbury. Tina Fey, if you're listening. Oh, for you, Glen Coco. You go, Glen Coco. <laughs> there we go. Mean Girls, I think that's it. That was such a fun film to kick off the new season with. I mean, you don't get much more iconic than Mean Girls. Have we just peaked? Is, is this the only episode of the season? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe tune in next week and find out. Yeah, sounds good to me. <laughs> So if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to follow us across all major platforms or even maybe write a review on Apple Podcasts. You know, be like the rainbows and smiles cake girl. And if you do, we'll send you a candy cane gram. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Bro. Stop trying to make gruel happen. 